You're gonna need a bigger boat. What a day! What a lovely day! I'm having an old friend for dinner. You are a toy! She wouldn't even have a fly. You can't handle the truth! I'll be back. English motherfucker, do you speak it? Just keep swimming, just keep swimming, just keep swimming, swimming, swimming. And welcome back to another episode of Cinematic Blind Spots. Leave it to Josh to come up with a Thanksgiving-themed horror movie for us to talk about. Absolutely. I would not expect anything less. So, <laughs> it's, it's, um, this, this was a fun one. I'll, I'll, I'll say that. This was a very fun one. We are talking about a 1987 horror masterpiece that... I think was called Blood Rage. It might have been called something different. Because on the opening credits, it didn't say Blood Rage. It said Slasher. It said Slasher. And also, apparently, just within, like, I think, what are we, two months after it came out as Blood Rage, Mm -hmm. they changed it again to Nightmare at Shadow Woods. Nightmare at Shadow Woods. So neither one of those titles would make you think anything to do with, with Thanksgiving. No. no, it's not like Thanksgiving where you're like, okay, I know what I'm getting. Yeah, you to- or, yeah, you totally know what you're getting into there. Um, I could not find anything about a budget or about uh, critic scores or so, anything. So I found no score looking under Blood Rage. So mm-hmm. I had just written down the IMDb rating, which was mm-hmm. 5.8. But then I was like, let me try this another way. And under Nightmare at Shadow Woods... It at least has a 31% audience rating. Still no <laughs> critics ratings and definitely not going to make you go, oh, I have to see it now. Uh-huh. But at least it's there that way. Yeah. That's, uh, that's, that's interesting. I wonder why it has three different, different uh, titles like that. Because I watched it on Amazon Prime, and on Amazon Prime it's listed as Blood Rage. But then, it's, but then whenever the opening credits start, it just says Slasher. And what's strange, it's shot in 1983. And did not come out till eighty-seven. Oh, okay. So, so it was supposed. To, so I guess it didn't take place in nineteen eighty-seven. But in the be- in the beginning, well, well, okay. Well, we'll talk about this later. So I didn't recognize any of the actors. Well, except one. I, I recognized one. <laughs> we actor. won't mention that one. We won't yet. mention that one yet. Did you recognize anybody from anything? No, I don't know anyone. In fact, looking up the main guy, Mark Soper. Uh-huh. Uh, who plays Todd and Terry, twin brothers. Yep. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I've seen Swordfish, but I don't know who he was in it. So it's been so long, it's not a movie. That, it's been a long time since I've seen Swordfish. He was apparently in Phenomenon, which I think also was that another. That was another John Travolta movie. Yeah. Huh. And I noticed that he hasn't done anything since 2002. Hmm. Like I even looked on the crew side of film, and he mm-hmm. just hasn't worked since 2002. Huh. But no, I didn't really recognize anybody other than that cameo. okay yeah we have a cast of just the most generic 1980s horror movie stereotypes guys in short shorts (laughs) girls with big hair and really loud makeup and one very brief cameo appearance in the beginning of the movie we'll talk about so so speaking of 1980s tropes if you will Mm -hmm. apparently the blood rage is the uh the more blood-filled cut. Oh. So I haven't actually... So even though it has the slasher title, the slasher is actually a shorter version of the film. Huh. Yes. And apparently, to make up for some of the blood, they did other scenes, which were nudity-filled. 
So apparently they couldn't get the blood through the MPAA, but they, they could, could get, get the, the nudity? nudity through. Well, this one, this one had a decent amount of nudity. And, and else... apparently it had even more. Wow. I haven't seen that. I haven't actually watched that version, so. <laughs> so okay, so, Color so me multiple intrigued. versions, I guess. Yes. So I slasher. think it's like four or five minutes shorter uh-huh. for the slasher version, but uh-huh. they still film certain stuff. I don't know. Okay, interesting. And this movie was directed by John Grismer, which the only other movie he's done is a movie called Scalpel, which I've only heard. In fact, I heard about this movie on Shockwaves, Mm -hmm. so that guy's talked about that movie as well. Makes me want to see it, but I don't know anything about that either. Okay. Well, Scalpel, I'm guessing it has something to do with the doctor. Who knows? Who knows? It could be something completely different. With this name, Blood Rage, you would not expect there to be anything like to be a Thanksgiving-themed horror movie. I mean, to call it themed is not really... No, it just, it, it takes just happens place. on Thanksgiving. Yes. So, uh, any... any? I guess there's no who could have been who, because no, there's I nobody... I didn't find any of that on this been. one. <laughs> oh, man. So, this movie opens with uh, a drive-in theater in 1974 in Jacksonville, Florida. Interesting thing about that. I wrote down the title, The mm-hmm. House That Cried Murder. Oh, yeah. And I looked that up. And it's actually a movie that the director had written back in 74 or 73, but it was actually called The Bride. Okay. But when you look up The House That Cried Murder on IMDb, it brings up The Bride. So I was like, why does it bring up The Bride? But in the fun facts or whatever Uh trivia facts, it shows that. Okay. See, I I had wondered about that because I saw that that name. I was like, is that a real movie? Yeah. As soon as I saw it, I was like, I'm looking this up because I need to know what this is. (laughs) It's there for a reason. You can read it for a reason. That's awesome. Um, and yeah, so we just um, start getting, you know, the the uh, random, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, the random uh, credits scrolling, not even scrolling, they're just kind of fading in and out, and all of a sudden, just the word slasher appears on the screen, yes. <laughs> and that's that was like, okay, I'm confused now, <laughs> so and I, apparently it is an alternate title. Uh, the, and the mu- the music is just growing and growing and swelling. It starts to sound like the THX. Stuff and then all of a sudden just cuts to great eighties synth pop in yep. nineteen seventy four. This yeah. is nineteen seventy four. Shouldn't it be like playing Leonard Skinner or something? I mean, we are in ja- <laughs> we are in Jacksonville, Florida. <laughs> I was I was sitting there going, of course this movie would take place in Florida. <laughs> so this dude, we just see this random dude getting his popcorn at the drive-in. Have you ever been to a drive-in theater? I have not. I actually have been one time. My, we, my dad found one somewhere up near Charlotte. That was still running, and this Belmont. was back in like 2003, I think, yeah, 2002, because we went to see Lilo and Stitch. Up Must there. have been probably Belmont, the Belmont Drive-In, maybe. But I hear there's one close by that actually but, has has multiple screens. I think it's in Greenwood. I think Greenwood. Yeah, yeah, I've, I've read. It. I keep yeah. wanting to go. I think I think my girlfriend would probably enjoy that. Anyway, so this dude gets his popcorn and goes to the bathroom with it. <laughs> he takes it into the bathroom, and this is where we get the best part of the movie, in my opinion. <laughs> Because we have a cameo appearance from none other than Ted Raimi. Skinner. Skinner. <laughs> we already talked about him earlier. And he's got the best job in the world. He's got the, he's the condom salesman. <laughs> he actually opens his vest. And he's got like, I got Trojan. I got, uh, what? My, the Trojan's the only name brand I can think of. <laughs> and, and, and this guy's like, yeah, I like the Trojan. So he like gives him a dollar and dude <laughs> takes like this those, big string of condoms out of yep. his shirt pocket, peels one off and gives it to the guy. Like those sleazy jewelry salesmen who are selling their jewelry 
yeah, yeah like, yeah, hey, man, you want to buy a watch? Well, this one's, you want to buy condoms? <laughs> and if you're at the drive-in movie theaters, of course people want to buy condoms. That is just synonymous with drive-in movie theaters because the next, like, three minutes of this movie is just random shots of different people either making out or trying to make out and getting shot down or straight-up fucking in the drive-in theater. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Which is how you do. Which is when apparently, you so. apparently so. Apparently <laughs> so. I went to the driving theater with my parents, so I wasn't going to do it. Yeah, that, wasn't, that wasn't <laughs> happening. But that, based on this, you could just sneak out, or they think you're sleeping. Oh, yeah. Well, I wasn't asleep. I was sitting in the front seat watching the movie. Um, yeah, there's people making out on the hood of a car, inside the car. These There's girls passing a joint around, and, you know, it's it's the 70s. It's, you know. And if you're getting turned down, you're getting popcorn thrown on you. Yeah, yeah. This Oh, this guy. Oh, that guy was hilarious. He's like, come on, baby. And he's got, <laughs> he looked like Joe Dirt. He had, like, the, 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 the mustache and the mullet and the bandana on. He looked like Joe Dirt's uncle or something. And he kept trying to get on his girl, and she kept pushing away. She finally just threw all the popcorn on him. Now, we see, at first, I thought it was a husband and wife that did trying to make her. out. Cause, because like, like, um, she was like, no, the boys are in the back. They're in this big station wing. Like the boys are in the back. They're asleep. So they're trying to make out quietly to keep from waking the twin boys in the back. And they're not doing a very good job because the boys wake up almost instantly and sneak out. I don't think they were ever, I think they were pretending to be asleep so that they would start doing that. So they would have a way to get out of the car. That's kind of what I thought. You may be right. You may be right. But, um, one of them runs and finds a pickup truck with a bunch of tools in the back and pulls a hatchet out of it that had like a hammer on the other side yeah yeah it looked like a it looked like a, you know i mean some hatches have that there's kind okay, of a, do that okay yeah kind of a blunt end on one side and then a, a hatchet on the other side and um he just walks up to this to this uh to this car where these two people are straight up <laughs> going de- going at it not a stitch of clothing on like i thought if you were at the drive and you were supposed to at least kind of try to be try to be discreet but, but these they, were not, they, they were not being discreet care. at all no he just walks in and just like leans in the window and is watching him. And the guy <laughs> sees him like, hey, he's like, get, get out of here. You creep. You creep. Get, what get are you doing? Lost. And then he's like, hey, yo, what are you doing? <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> it's like, yeah, oh, that's shit. totally how I would react. Like, hey, man, you shouldn't be here. <laughs> uh, and then then the dude just, the, look, the kid with the hatchet just chops this dude in the face. Yep. Bam. And, of course, the girl starts screaming, screaming loudly. She gets out of the car, butt naked, and goes running off into the woods, screaming, help me, help me, help me. And then we cut back to the mom and her, I guess that's her boyfriend. Must have been her boyfriend. I think it's just like a, a date. like uh, maybe, Almost maybe like a, a first, a like an early date, the maybe. way they kind of act. Yeah, they do They do act kind of apprehensive. Um, and she's like, I thought I heard somebody scream. I'm like, how did you not hear that? <laughs> it's not like It's not like you're a mile away or something. Then the brother who did the killing puts the bloody hatchet in his other brother's hand and smears blood all over his face, despite the fact that the the other, you know, the brother who did the killing is spattered in blood and any forensic (laughs) scientist would be able to look at that and be like, you're the one who did the killing. This one just has blood smear on his face. Well, it is the 70s. Well, so true. Got to think about those things, I guess. So this brother just framed his other brother for no reason. We well, think. he knew he was going to get in trouble, I guess. I, I guess, but... He knows what he did was wrong, and the other brother got, goes in kind of a catatonic... I mean, you, you, you've got, you got a brother, brother <clears throat> yes. a stepbrother, and you've got a brother and a stepbrother. A, yes. Okay, so, like, if you knew you were going to get in trouble, you would not immediately think to frame your brother for what you just did, would you? And 
and I seriously doubt your brother would sit still and just take it because like the well it puts him I guess seeing this murder puts this other brother in a catatonic yeah state. He's, he's just he's just like, like he not can't saying anything he can't speak and he stays that way for the next ten years because yes. after this it cuts to ten years later yep and, and it's Thanksgiving it's Thanksgiving and <laughs> mom I, I just I, I don't even know her name I just wrote her down as mom that's all I know her as uh, she is driving in up to this building. And she's talking to this doctor, and this part got me so confused. It for was a second weird. This was a because weird because, like, way of you doing see this. the the mother sitting there with the doctor and talking, and all of a sudden the doctor's voice gets a lot louder. And I and I'm looking at it, and it's like I realize her voice is not even matching her lips. It's like watching a Godzilla movie from the '60s. I'm like, what the hell's going on? Is this just really bad ADR? But then I realize, oh, this is some kind of internal monologue or like. The yeah. doctor like writing notes. I met I met Todd's mother in such and such a time, and blah 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 blah. I was like, okay. That, yeah, that, she's that. describing what's happening in the scene, voiceover it's, style. Yeah, <laughs> instead of just letting the scene play yeah, out. Yeah, it was. It that that, that would have been a lot. Well, I don't know if that would have been a lot better because most of the people in this movie are terrible actors. Um, and she informs the mother that uh, <clears throat> that Todd has come out of his catatonic state after ten years and has remembered what happened that night and remembers that he didn't kill that guy. That it was Terry, his twin brother, Terry. Yes. And the mom just freaks out. She, <laughs> she is, uh, um, she, she brought, <laughs> I love this part. Cause she, she gets to see Todd and she brought him a little slice of pumpkin pie because it was, because it was Thanksgiving. Yeah. And <laughs> He just crumbles he just, it up. He just takes it and just like mashes <laughs> it up. He's like so fucking mad at this piece of pie. He's like, I don't like pie. I guess he's imagining that's Terry or something. Maybe. maybe. <laughs> he's like, crumbling. I'm going to kill Terry. <laughs> smush, smush, smush. <laughs> and, um, so, of course, you know, they, they take him back to his room. And, and mom is distraught. But then we see Terry is out playing football and uh, with some with some people and, and meets his new neighbors. Oh, and and short shorts. Oh, tank tops. Yeah. I mean, I realize it's Florida, mm-hmm. but it is Thanksgiving. Is it really that hot mm, in Florida? <laughs> possibly. I was maybe. I, I I went on a cruise once in December that left from Miami, and it was like yeah, it was. See, warm and I there. think Miami's gonna be a big difference than Jacksonville because Jacksonville right. is at the top of the state. Ah, you're right. That's that, like right when you cross into Florida. Possibly, yeah. But it's hey, it's the '80s. You know, we gotta know. We gotta know what time period it is because these guys have got shorts crawling up their butt cracks. True. <laughs> um, so he at first he's like kissing up on this girl, like while Terry is kissing up on this girl while they're trying to play football. But then this woman and her, her daughter, mom? yeah, her, her walk yeah. by and like, oh, we're new. We just met your mom. She invited us over for Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. And Terry immediately horns in on this new girl. Yes. And the girl that he was kissing was just like, well, fuck you, man. And Dun- then they're like, let's go swimming. Yeah, let's go swimming. That's like, it. Okay. Yep. It's yep. still Thanksgiving. Where are you going swimming? Which, find out later, <laughs> at least is an indoor pool. Plus, but. you know, it's Florida. I don't want to go swimming in Florida because Florida has alligators. <laughs> I mean, well, they do. you're right. They do have a pool there. That's where, yeah. It was an indoor pool, wasn't it? Um, <clears throat> and it took me forever to figure out what this place was. It's an apartment complex. Yes, I didn't know that either. In it's fact, a, I had yeah. a... I had a note here later on when he's like, I'm the manager here. I was like, of manager the house? Of what? I was yeah. like, of the house? Is that how you answer? You're like, I'm the manager of the house. That's what I thought he was saying at first. <laughs> okay, so. So, so we got um, the dinner. Thanksgiving the dinner. dinner. And, um, and he's back with his normal. Uh, was that was that Karen? Or was that a different girl? Because it, it took me forever to figure out anyone's name in this movie besides right. Terry and, and I, Todd. And I probably didn't write that down until later. Well, yeah. So, 
I mean, Terry is sitting with the girl he was kissing on earlier. Right. But the the new mom and the new neighbor who's wearing this like electric pink eyeshadow, she's like she looks like something out of a Olivia Newton John music Crew video, music video or something. <laughs> Um, and she's sitting across, but, uh, so they're, they're going on and, and, um, the mom's boyfriend is here again. It took me forever to figure out his name. His name is Brad. Yes. Which I thought, I thought for sure in this opening scene, they called him Greg. And then the rest of the movie, they call him Brad. That, that's possible. I, I, that, I think they call that is possible. <laughs> you know, someone might've just flubbed their line and the director's like, fuck it. No one's going to notice. We got time for this. <laughs> Hell, at that point, he probably didn't think it was coming out. It took four years. Really? It took four years to make this? <laughs> well, it took four years for it to come out. He oh, probably oh, just oh didn't right, th- right. To come out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, but during dinner, the phone rings and well, first they announced oh, that oh, they're, right, right. they're getting married. Right. And, and Terry is not happy. Terry about is this. visibly not happy about that. Yes. So, but then the phone rings. I love they give a toast with milk. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's like everybody else had wine, but Terry had a glass of milk for some <laughs> yes. reason. Like, you're not a minor. Why are you drinking milk? Uh, so, <laughs> at this point, like they're talking in the in the in the um, in the dining room, and I cannot understand what anybody is saying because the audio in this movie is so terrible. Oh, like, man. I think they <clears throat> might not, they might not have had these these sets or these actors mic'd or something because it's just it's just a, a jumble of of everybody who's talking. They might have, but they did have this when uh, mom's like Terry, come carve this bird. He looks at the, so I guess the soon to be new dad. Yeah, yeah. He's like, it's time to start pulling your own weight around here. You uh-huh. and he gives him the knife. Yeah, and then that's when the phone rings. Okay. So now we find out that Todd has escaped. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> and um, Terry, you know, her mom's like, uh, Terry, could you? Terry's mom's like, Carrie, could you come in here and help me with this for a minute? And that's when she's like, your brother has escaped from. She, I think she called it a school. Like, your brother's escaped from this school. She calls it a school a couple of times. Oh, does she? Yeah. Okay. And I'm like, that was not a school. You that don't was, send no. kids who kill people to schools. Yeah. No, that wasn't school. <laughs> and then she's like, well. Your brother's escaped, and we should keep it quiet. We shouldn't tell anybody. So he does a good job of this. He does a fantastic job of that, because he sits down, back down at the table, and tells Brad, well, it looks like you're going to get to meet the rest of my crazy family, because my psychotic brother just broke out. And the mom just looks at him like, what the fuck did I just tell you? (laughs) But then just kind of, and he's like, and then Terry's like, can you pass the green beans? Now, I will say, as terrible as the acting is in this movie, the guy who plays Terry and Todd does a good job of physically making himself look different depending on the character he's yes. playing. He does which, a great job of which that. Which plays very strange into this movie, though. Yeah. Of how people can't seem to yeah, figure out. Yeah, like they can't seem to tell the difference. Like, and his hair is like, what, feathered back, I guess yeah, you when he, call Yeah, when it. he's Terry, his hair is like real slick back and real kind of like pompadour almost looking. But then when he's Todd, it's all stringy and like hanging down yeah, in his like eyes. And he's, it almost looks very, like you said, looks different. It, it's, you know, so... It's weird, because then we get a scene of Todd wandering the streets. Yeah, he's just walking. Still wearing regular clothes. Now, shouldn't people in a mental hospital be wearing some kind of uniform, some kind of scrubs that say psycho or, you know, psych ward patient or something? Something. Yeah. Then mom is in her room looking at pictures on the wall, you know, baby pictures of Terry and Todd, and she's just, we think she's just worried. But then boyfriend Brad walks in and starts making out. He's like, this is the perfect time. Found oh, out your yeah. son just escaped. Yeah, you're, you're the, crazy. mental yeah. institution. Well, yeah, this is a perfect, perfect moment of passion. But then Terry sees them. And again, he's not happy. No. Terry is now fixing his hair. And yep. he looks like he's almost wearing the same kind of shirt we just saw Todd in, except it's long sleeve. It's striped blue striped yes. shirt. When the doorbell rings. 
And this God, is- this guy was awesome. This guy was uh, such a mental health professional. There's a guy outside the door with a gun, <laughs> waits for the door to open, and just l- lunges, lunges like, oh, it's him. It's I him. got him, Doc. I got him, Doc. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And I'm the, like, is this what they do with all escape patients? They automatically have a gun to their head, basically? I, yeah, but then the doctor shows, ter- uh, Todd's doctor shows, I'm like, oh, no, it's just a tranquilizer gun, which I, that was not a tranquilizer gun, <laughs> I can tell you that. You would put someone to sleep for a very long time with that thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. And then, and then when the mom finally comes up, she does like this double-handed point at the gun. What's that gun? Yeah. <laughs> I laughed so hard at that. Oh. Yeah, and then this is where the Brad comes out. Like, like, I'm, I'm the, the manager, manager here. Yeah, like, and I'm, I'm, that's that's what I was thinking. What is this comp? What kind of compound is this? Is it like an apartment complex, and that is apparently what it is. So Brad walks to his office. He's like, "Yeah, my office is no- room number one thirty six or something." Yeah. Walks over there, and he's he's listening to some like Southern gospel music, preaching whatever. And he's sitting there, and he pulls a gun out of his desk and starts to load it. When Terry walks up, clearly, he, clearly Terry, Terry, obviously, I mean, Terry. is not trying to hide it. Mm-mm. Terry walks like I guess he had his like patio door open. Yeah, or like a slide. He just yeah. walks right in, and uh, which a lot of the managers' office at apartment complexes have that. Okay. At least the one I grew up. I grew up when my dad lived in one, so okay, I'm used to them having that. It's normally out by the pool, though. But okay, you may, you may be right. <clears throat> but um, and, and he, he's got a he's got a machete. Like a freaking machete. And he like taps on the door for, for, for Brad to turn around. And Brad turns around and Terry is, you know, he's got the machete over his head. And Brad sees him and he just goes, well, look what the cat dragged in. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> That's exactly right. And then Terry chops his hand off. Which is still holding the beer. Still holding the beer. Yeah, right. He was holding a beer and chops <laughs> his hand off. And, and this is where we get some Monty Python level gore. That that's beautiful. So I guess you, you, you always go Monty Python and I go Evil Dead because okay. the blood squirt for me is well, synonymous with Evil Dead. Well, for me, for me it was Monty Python. Yeah. Like I still remember the. I was actually on a school trip. I was on a, a trip with the marching band. Uh, we were going up to St. Louis for a competition, and they were like, "Hey, let's watch Monty Python." I'm like, "What's that?" And that first scene with the Black Knight, I still remember it to this day. When when the when the Black Knight throws his sword through that other guy's head. I hear somebody in the back of the bus go, that was so cool. <laughs> so, yes, when I see very cheesy gore, that's I automatically go to Monty Python. So, yes, the stump is squirting. Mm-hmm. And I love it cuts back to the hand on the beer. And, the, like, the fingers are opening. And yeah, the like, the, the hand is still twitching. <laughs> and then we cut to the dock. She's out in the woods. And you kind of get, like, a stalker POV almost. Mm-hmm. Like, someone's stalking her. Yeah. I'm not sure. Now, this is not a good idea when the person that you are looking for is wanted for murder. You know, and she's and she's walking like Todd, Todd. It's but it, it does seem like she believes his story. It, it does. It really does. But still. Um, and then you get that guy with that gun. The yeah, tr- I don't even know his gun, name. He was just the doctor's assistant, <laughs> and he's out looking for Todd. And he's calling Todd like he knows him. I mean, maybe he did know him. Maybe he knew him from the hospital or something. But then he decides that now would be a good time um, to get high. Yes. He's like, Hey, Todd, I got a, I got a joint, man. You want, you want some? And he just lights up. And then. Terry shows up, and, and this guy blabs that the doctor believes that ter- that uh, Todd is really innocent. Like Todd and, and, didn't kill. And those also people. makes the comment that man, you and your brother look so much alike, and I'm like, like no shit, they're twins. Yeah, but even then, I'm like, they really don't. Yeah, they, look, they make them a point to make them look so different that mm-hmm. they actually don't look that much alike. But and yeah. Then, 
I love this because Terry runs him through with the machete. And I don't know if you noticed it, but when it shows him from the back, it shows the machete coming out his back. You can see the string that is pulling the machete blade through. <laughs> you could see it. It's attached to the end of it. I was like, ah, uh-huh. <laughs> oh, oh, that's great. 1980s special effects, man. Wonderful. And then, but Terry keeps the joint. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Terry like, ah, keeps I'm the joint. Not gonna let that go to waste. Mm-hmm. And then we get cut back to the doctor. She's still looking for Todd. And then we cut back to mom, who is sitting on the floor oh. in front of the open fridge, eating leftovers. Thanksgiving leftovers. That yeah, got to be cold. They've been in the fridge. Well, she, she just ate like 20 minutes ago. Apparently, I guess when she's stressed because she's so- a stress eater. I think that's it. Yeah, I think that's it. And then back to the doc, and we see that Terry is watching her. And he comes running at her with the machete, and she's just like, ah, you know, gets this terrified look on her face. Mouth open, she's Mouth half open. screaming. Mm-hmm. She doesn't try to run. No, doesn't do any she of that. just stands there. Then we cut back to Mom, who is making a phone call and pouring oh, a no. huge-ass <laughs> glass of wine. Yes. <laughs> and <laughs> this next, the special effects of oh. this next part. Oh, my God. We cut back to the doctor, who has literally been cut in, in half. half. And she's still screaming like her torso is just laying there on the ground. And she's like, ah! And I put the, she makes it look like she's having a hard time doing a sit-up. Yeah. It's like, she's trying <laughs> like her to... eyes are just rolling around. <laughs> and she's trying to lean up the top half. And then this is where I finally wrote Shadow Woods apartment sign. And I was like, ah, okay. Because okay. it shows Todd showing up. And it says Shadow Woods apartments. And okay. I'm like, ah. See, I didn't even notice that. I didn't even <clears> notice that. Now Terry is back at his house. Back at his apartment, I guess, and is changing out of his now blood-spattered clothes, and he. So what? Where did he go in? Like the mom? I mean, she was there. I don't she would have heard. I don't I don't know. Maybe he's really good at sneaking yeah. in. I guess so. But he tastes the blood on his fingers, and this is where we get the best line of the movie. That's not cranberry sauce. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you like that line because you're gonna hear it several more times. Yes. Well, in this case, it is specifically, it's not cranberry sauce. Mm. He does say that's not cranberry sauce later. Oh, okay, okay. Because I wrote it down. It's not cranberry yeah. sauce. Meanwhile, then, Todd just shows up at the front door. I mean, we get we can guess it's his apartment. Or the apartment. Well, before that, I love it. He's in the shower. He's got on a shirt, but you can see but the blood. But you bl- can see he's... The blood. Yeah, yeah. All over his front, back, uh, everywhere. What well, else did you see? I noticed that he was still wearing his briefs. Was he? Was he? <laughs> you could see like the top, the top of the elastic on his briefs. And then we get the a shot of the mother cleaning the oven. So I guess when she she stressy, she stressed cleans. Yeah, well, yeah, she said something to Brad earlier about say, I should probably clean this place up. Yeah. That, you know, I guess that would make her feel better. Um, so Todd shows up at the front door, and the yep. mom is still on the phone. We think she's trying to call Brad. And um, Terry shows up at the apartment. Now keep in mind, Brad walked to his office. Yeah, he walked to his office. This she spends final, a long time calling. Finally, at the, towards the end of the movie, I'm like, you could have walked to his office. <laughs> you know where he is. Anyways, um, so Terry shows up at the apartment of the girl from earlier. I think this was Andrea, the one with the... or I, It wasn't even her apartment, turns out. She was babysitting. babysitting. Yes. And she, like, takes her shirt off and has this, like, see-through top underneath it. Yeah. Like, you totally see her nipples. And uh, she's like, 
she says something, and she says something about going to school. And Terry sits on the couch, and she says something like, "Yeah, I'm majoring in partying." <laughs> yeah. And then she sits down on the couch next to him, like they're gonna make out. And Terry's like, "Let's see what's on TV." Before that, she offered him a vodka and tomato juice. Uh huh. But the tomato juice was in a thing that made me think of salsa. Yeah, at it a did Mexican look like restaurant. salsa. You're right. <laughs> I was like, like, oh my goodness, <laughs> chunky tomato either. juice. <laughs> yes. Um. But then Terry's girlfriend, actually, the real girlfriend. Yeah, Karen. Karen. It took me forever to yes. figure out her name. Shows up at his house. Mm-hmm. And Todd's lurking around back. Mm-hmm. She sees Todd and thinks that he's Terry. She I'm, thinks that he's high. Because he's being so quiet. Mm-hmm. That automatically means he's high. He must get quiet when he's high. Mm-hmm. I think she says that. You get quiet when you're high. Yeah. And uh, she's like, well, you see, she's, I think she's going on about, well, like we're both going off to school and you don't write me many letters, but uh, I, I just want you to make love, love to me. me. Yep. Like, and I'm like, okay, you're around this guy. Seemingly a lot, because it seems like you both live in these apartments. You see this boyfriend of yours all the time. Uh-huh. They don't look the same. Yeah. It was killing me. I'm like, <laughs> they don't look alike enough. I, I mean, would never get those two confused. I mean, horror movie logic is always bad. So when you have a bad horror movie, the logic is extra bad. <laughs> so... But after she says to make love, that's when he says, no, I'm Todd. Oh, yeah, I'm not Todd. I'm Terry. Or I'm not Terry. I'm Todd. I'm Todd. And she and... just takes off running. Yeah, he, well, he's like, I've never even kissed a girl. And she's yeah. like, oh, and she says, oh, well, you should really try it sometime. Yeah, Bye! that's right. Running off. <laughs> and then she, she she flags down these two two guys who are in this car. Uh, we find out later their names are Artie and Greg. Yes. And that's why I was wondering, I was like, did they make a flub with this Greg? I, that, that's entirely possible. Now, um... She jumps in the car and starts telling that Todd is around back. And they're like, oh, my gosh, really? Okay. So I think Artie takes a baseball bat and goes around the back. And Karen is still going on about how scared she is. She says, she's like, I was so scared I almost peed my pants. (laughs) And that's when Greg starts trying to make out with her. Yes. Like, oh, I'm just trying to calm you down. Like, (laughs) you. Wow. Okay. And now Artie's back very quickly. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, oh, there's nobody back there. So now Terry and um, I, I wrote her down as Eyeshadow Girl, but it turns out her name is Andrea, are watching a slasher flick. And, I just and, called her New Girl. Oh, you called her New Girl? Okay, <laughs> yeah. Eyeshadow Girl. Um, watching a slasher flick, and Terry's going on about it. It's like you see blood on them. It's like, wow, I can't believe you can show that on TV. <laughs> like, why, why? Does that make you squeamish? <laughs> and... Uh, couple comes home right the couple yeah, and this is why we, when we found out oh she's babysitting for yes. these for this couple yeah because the kids never are in the scene so yeah well it's, it's a baby like you you don't even it's like yeah. you, you just yeah, it is. hear yeah. it you don't even hear it crying um and uh <clears throat> we cut back to the three of them right, the, uh, right. karen and the two guys uh-huh. they see terry and she's like terry i saw todd and he's like what are you goofing me <laughs> Yo, <laughs> terry's got some great dialogue in this movie <laughs> Um, tells him she's seen Todd, so Terry goes to look for him. And then we cut back to Mom, who is vacuuming and drinking. Yep. And Terry just comes in and says that Todd... And what I, what I thought was so funny is she doesn't even turn the vacuum off. He's just... So he's yelling over the vacuum. He's like, Todd's here! Todd's here! What? Todd's here! <laughs> she asks about the doc. He's like, I'm pretty sure the doc's left. Obviously, yeah. we know that he cut her in half. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and then mom makes a phone call and nobody answers. Todd finds the remains of the doctor out in the woods and he like moves her, her legs and her, her, her lower legs and her abdomen back over to her body. And he's just like, what? It's like, he's trying to put her back together. He's like, why, why? 
and um, finds a gun here. Finds a gun, which is the fakest looking toy gun I have ever seen. Tried to pass <laughs> off, and I mean, you look at this thing, and you can tell it's plastic. It's a like a dollar store revolver. Oh jeez. <laughs> so so then we hear this little girl going walking around, going Tigger, Tigger. Is a little girl looking for her cat, and Todd tells her that. You know, oh, well, sometimes cats cats are very smart, and sometimes they can find their own way home, but there's a bad man out here, so you really shouldn't be out here. So we go know that... lock up. Yeah, go home and lock up, which comes into play later. This little girl is the smartest <laughs> character in this movie. <laughs> oh, so, and here I made the note that her name's Andrea, finally. Okay. Yeah, so back to Karen, Artie, and I still have her written down as Eyeshadow Girl. They're drinking... She, uh, um, She's teaching Andrea is teaching uh, Karen, Karen how to do shot or how to do tequila shots. I remember... <laughs> funny story about that i remember one time uh this was when my dad used to drink back in the day and we were sitting outside one time he was doing this uh-huh and right as he took the shot i took the lemon away the pile of lemons we had oh he was mad see i've never even i don't think i've ever even done that before yeah like, why why is the does the lemon like neutralize something i really or? don't know because i actually found that when i drank the tequila straight i mm-hmm. liked it better than the salt tequila and lemon after Huh. But my dad did not. So when I took that plate of lemon, <laughs> give me back the lemon, boy. <laughs> <laughs> that totally sounds like something you would do. <laughs> um, and the boys are playing video games. Yes. So, um, and and, and uh, Andrea says something about, oh, don't you miss it when guys were just horny or something like that? Because, I mean, this is 1987, supposedly. Video games have been around for a while now. The Nintendo, the original Nintendo, was out by now. Well, I did make. Sh- I did. It is eighty four because remember they did. Oh right, they, they, they did, did date it seventy four mm. and say ten years later. Okay, so okay. they do have it in eighty four. I don't okay. think Nintendo's out at that point. No, no, that was actually right after the big crash. The crash of the home video game market. Atari screwed everything up. <laughs> they, they they made so many bad games they had to dump them in a landfill. <clears throat> so um, go back to that couple that had the baby. Mm-hmm. And, um, Terry shows up. Yeah. Terry shows up like, and, and what was so bad was like the guy she's with is this really kind of, kind of nerdy looking, you know, really straight combed, straight laced, straight hair combed. And he's like, they're, they're like on the couch and he's like acting really nervous. And the, the, the girl he's with is obviously coming on to him and she's, and she says probably the most cliche oh, yeah. line I've ever, that if you've ever heard a movie, why don't I just slip into something more comfortable? Oh, but I love what she says to the baby. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah. She, I wrote that down, too. She's like, Mommy's going to get a rich daddy. Or she's going to get you a rich daddy. So, yeah, she's a gold digger. She's a gold digger, bro. So, yeah. So, yeah, but she then, comes but, then, but before that, the doorbell rang, and it was Terry. It was and Terry's Terry. just smiling, like, hi. Yeah. And we don't know. We don't hear anything. We don't see anything. I think we do hear the music, because they're listening to a record. The music starts skipping, I think. Yes. And then she, the woman comes out dressed in lingerie, and boyfriend is gone. And she's like, where'd you go? And you hear a knock on the door. And she she looks through the little peephole and is like, like what are you doing out here? Man. She opens the door, and the dude's head hey. is hung there by an extension cord just swinging. And, of course, she's freaking out. Perfect peephole cover level. Yeah, perfect. Like, Terry had some time to really think about that. But, yeah, she's yelling. Now the baby starts crying some more. And we see and then, Terry. And then we and cut then, back to Todd. Yeah. <clears throat> I, mean, I, I guess he's checking out his old room that they never, they must never changed. Or is this Terry's room? I think it might have been his room because I, I noticed in the beginning of the movie when they were kids and they were in the back of the car, they had a toy uh, assault rifle. 
in the in the back of the car with them, and you see that same toy assault rifle on the shelf okay. behind him. And there's also a toy or like a, a Yoda mask. Okay. So yeah, I guess it was his room too. Like, like you would well, see if it would be a Yoda mask, it would have to be Terry's because Star Wars wasn't out in '74 when oh, it started. Oh, you're right. You're right. Very. very I'm surprised. And they probably I, I shared a room as twins. <laughs> Yeah, maybe. Now, what I just I just wanted was like, if something that horrible really did happen, if one of your sons did go that crazy, and you would probably want to move, you probably would not want to be in any place that had where you had memories of that kid. So, but so there's but they're still in the same apartment after all these years. Mm. I don't know. So, but mom is very drunk and she's looking for Terry. She's like in her house coat and she's just walking. So I'm like Terry, yeah. and then she just kind of like passes out. Yeah, she just kind yeah. of slumps down and passes out in the hallway. And um, then we see someone is watching Karen and Artie playing video games, and um, Andrea and yeah, Greg that, yes. are making out yes. on the bed. Then it cuts back to Todd, who is putting his mom to bed. And then she kind of wakes up and thinks that he's Terry. And she asks him for a kiss, yeah. and it's not like a little peck on the cheek like you would expect from your mom. She kisses him on the mouth, which makes me go, what? That's a little too close for comfort, yeah, which I would mean, explain why Terry got so mad about the marriage announcement. That would make sense. See, I think, yeah. Might I, be think, right. I think Terry and his mom were a little too close. Um, right. But then back to Karen and Artie playing games again. They realize that it's too quiet, and they go looking for Andrea and Greg after hearing Andrea scream suddenly. And they come in, and Andrea's like laid out on the bed, and her head's like laying off the side of the bed so they can't see her, and they turn the lights on, and, and then she pops up like yeah. wearing this like Halloween makeup so it looks like a zombie or something. I was just say for two people that were just making out, it's not a bad makeup no, job they put on real quick. No, not a bad makeup job at all. Like they, they must have had a lot of time in there and uh, must have had a lot of, uh, of uh, Halloween makeup. So yeah, they've got fake blood and fake makeup and Karen and Artie are like, ah, we're going to a party. You guys can stay here. Yeah. <laughs> so then Andrea and Greg, Terry is watching her take a shower but he doesn't kill her. No. But yes, I was like, ugh, gratuitous shot of the girl in the shower. Yeah, it's a horror movie. You gotta have that. It's a slasher flick. <clears throat> um, and and this is this is where we, I could not like could not believe the mom. She is sitting on the couch, or she's sitting on the bed, or was it? It might have been the couch. She's sitting so she's somewhere. On the couch. She, okay, she's sitting on the couch trying to make this phone call, and like she she's like talking to the operator. I guess she's still talking to Brad. Or no, call, she's, ta- to call she's calling Brad. Brad, but she's on the she's getting the hold of the operator. Right, saying that she can't get a hold of him. In right, his and office. they're saying, well, that number's working, and she's like, no, <clears> that <throat> number must not be working because my boyfriend be there. I know, and she just she just goes off the rails in this scene. She's like, she's like, it's an emergency. Yeah, it's an emergency. And out of nowhere in this scene, she her hair looks like she just got out of the shower. Uh huh. Like I'm not sure. Like, did she take a shower? Yeah, maybe she woke up and. And took a shower. She didn't. She, she wasn't asleep for very long. That's for sure. Like it's almost like this movie happens in real time. Like, <laughs> like there's no like like real passage. That's true. Of time. It is over the course of this. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's all the same evening. Um, now Andrea and Greg are playing tennis in the middle of the night when a supposed crazed killer is on the loose. That is prime horror movie logic there. Yeah, let's go play tennis. And Terry's watching them, of course. Of course. The ball goes back over the fence, and Andrea goes to get it. And Greg just lays down on the court. Oh, yeah, that's what I was like, like. are you tired or something? Shouldn't you be in bed? He just lays down like, take a his nap. hands behind his head. Yeah, he's taking a nap. Uh, the ball just comes rolling over to Greg out of, sudden, out of nowhere. And he's like, oh, okay. And then you, someone comes walking up. You, you don't see who it is. Yeah. But it turns out to be Andrea. 
you know, big fake out. We got to have at least one fake out in in a horror movie. So we've had two now with these characters. Yes. And, uh, and she's like, oh, you had the ball here? Yeah, she's like, I couldn't find the ball. And he goes, oh, it was right here. <laughs> and then she's like, okay. Well, uh, come back to Mother. Yeah, come back to Mother. And Talk- she, now this was when she was on the, when she goes crazy on the phone. And she starts talking like, um, she starts talking like someone on the phone, the other end of the phone is listening to her. I'm like, who the hell is she talking to? That's why I put operator question mark. Maybe it must have been. And <clears throat> and she's I I don't, did I couldn't even picture couldn't even fi- figure out what she was saying because she's she's just like rambling about how how her son escaped a mental institution. Yeah, yeah. It's like she's like, well, it was his school. He escaped, but no, it wasn't his school. It was a mental institution. <laughs> Like, okay, there's a huge difference between school and mental institution. But then she's like, okay, yeah, she's just going on and on about needing to talk to her boyfriend. She's like, you gotta get me my boyfriend. You gotta get me my boyfriend. <laughs> and uh, now Greg, we cut to Greg and Andrea, and they are buck naked. On a diving board. On the diving board, making out. And then Terry shows up, and he has the best pre-kill line I think I've ever heard. He just says, you stop that! And, and like, Greg sits up. He chops Greg with the with the machete, and then goes after Andrea with it. You know. Yep. Tells uh, Greg he's bad. Mm-hmm. You're a bad boy. Right now, now I'm back to mom, and she is now talking to the phone. She's like holding the phone in her hands, looking at it, going, "Don't leave me alone here. <laughs> Don't leave." Me. Like this mom is fucking useless. <laughs> she is horrible. Yes. Yes. She really is. Um, now we see Artie and Karen walking through the woods, or walking on this like boardwalk that goes through the woods. If you've ever been to Florida, you probably know what it looks like. And um, when a pair of hands grab her ankles, and oh, it's Terry. Terry. Yep. Now, and now suddenly Terry's like, oh, Karen's my girl. Yeah. After horning in on Andrea, I guess. Um, and he tells Artie to go tell Greg and Andrea that they shouldn't be out. There's a killer on the loose. Right. So Artie gets in his car, and Todd is there. With the gun. With the gun, that which looks very different from the one he pulled out of the doctor's purse. <laughs> that sounds about right. And he's like, you need to help me. Puts the gun to his head. He's like, you need to help me. And Terry, or uh, Greg is, oh no. Artie. No, this is Artie. Uh, Artie's just like, hey, call me Mr. Helper. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, I'd say that too if someone put a gun in my face. Yeah. And but he now, tells him Terry is the actual killer. Yeah, yeah. He tells him that, Car- that Terry, Terry is the actual killer. But now Karen and Terry are making out when the doorbell rings. It's Artie and Todd. Yep. Todd points the gun at Terry, but then he just runs, runs away. away. Yeah. It's like, I can't do it. No, I can't. Yeah, yeah. Now, uh, Artie and Terry are looking for Todd, and Artie finds a bundle of tools just sitting on the ground. He's like, hey, man, what's this? And they're like, they're like covered in a blanket or something. He pulls it up, and of course, there's this bloody machete right there. And this is where you get, that's not cranberry sauce, yeah. Artie. <laughs> that's not cranberry, cranberry sauce. <laughs> and stabs Artie through the neck with some, like a giant, yeah, like, he had a like a cooking meat fork, fork or yeah. something, like, like, a, like a pair of grill yep. tongs or something. Now, Karen is looking for Artie and Terry. Terry has the machete and says that line e- again. again. I was like, yep, even he's still though it, it's not even, cranberry sauce. And now to Karen nobody. finds him and. And and she she sees the blood on his shirt and she's just horrified. She's like, "What's that?" She's looking at the machete and he just goes, "It's Todd's." He says this so he's like a game show announcer when he says he's like, "It's Todd. He's completely lost his mind. He's been killing people all over the complex." He says it just like that. I'm like, could you have worked on that line a little bit more, maybe? <laughs> nope. Apparently not. No time for that. But then, and then like, Terry just like. 
takes the takes the machete like a baseball bat, and like all this movie, he's been killing people who weren't looking at him, or like, or like surprise killing. But then he just takes the machete and like swings it at Karen, and he's like, "I love you." you? <laughs> and of course, he misses her, and she goes running off. He's like, "I love you." Did you hear me say, "I love you"? She tries to get into Andrea's apartment, but hides in the storage closet instead. Um, and then Terry walks up. Before he opens the door, he just gets a smile and walks away. And uh, Mom is still trying the phone. Oh, she's gotten somebody on the phone. She thinks she's talking to Brad, oh, but it right, turns out to be right. the wrong, you got the wrong else. number. Yeah, I was like, ma'am, are you sure you got the right number? I mean, she is using a rotary phone, and she's very drunk. So yes, it that would is, be That easy. is the epitome of drunk dialing right there. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, <clears throat> Karen finds one body in the closet, the body of the, guy, the, the, the uh, doctor's assistant, and comes out, and then Terry is there with Artie's body, and he's like playing with his <laughs> arms, like, ah! and she, 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 she. You would think she would be absolutely horrified, but she just looks at him and is like, "Why are you doing this?" Like, like, like a mother would say yeah. to a toddler, "Why are you doing this?" And and he's just he's just laughing. He's like, ah! <clears throat> "Excuse me." Um, now she's running and she's ringing doorbells and trying to hide, and she rings the doorbell of the little, little girl, girl from earlier, yeah. and she's like. No, I can't let you in. The man told me there's a bad person out there. I can't let you in. And the girl's like, and Karen's like, no. Or, yeah, Karen, no, no, you gotta let me in. And the little girl's like, you're going to hurt my kitty. <laughs> and that, that's when I wrote, this little girl is now officially the smartest person in this movie. And I was like, she's all about protecting the cat, so you had to love that. Oh, yeah, I'm all, I'm, this This girl is my favorite character. I, I don't even know her name. I'm team cat girl, whatever her name was. <laughs> so Karen finds the door open and goes inside and it's the young mother's apartment from earlier the baby is still crying and she opens the door and there's Terry there's the, the mother and Terry is pulling the machete out of her chest I'm like did he just kill her or, is, yeah. or did he like kill her and leave the machete there no because he had the machete with yeah, Karen right. so he, he had, had to okay. he had to be like this is where she's gonna go I'm I'll gonna let, kill yeah. that woman yeah, real yeah, quick and be her. ready for her uh, and then um Karen, oh Lord, she um, she tries to leave, and Todd is at the door, and she runs away. Um, and then she she does the worst job of hiding I've ever seen in a horror movie. She goes into a brightly lit room. She doesn't try to go into the closet or anything. She goes into this brightly lit room and just hunkers down behind the ch- beside the chest of drawers and is like trying to make a phone call. Yes. Um, and the phone just re- I guess like did nine one one not pick up very quickly back then? I don't know. Um. Yeah, it didn't seem like it. Mm-hmm. it but then Terry, re- you you slowly see the machete blade come into the picture, and you slowly <laughs> see Terry stepping in front of her, and she just nails, nails him, him in the crotch. Yep. Like, okay, that was and, the, that was the first smart thing you have done this movie. And I, I found she picks up the baby. Yeah, she. The picks mom up. did not want to pick up the baby when uh. she was trying when she was panicking from mm-hmm. Terry. This is the first thing this girl does: picks up this baby and then takes off running. Right. Right. Um, and, 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 and Terry's just like, Karen, that hurt again, said it just like that. And he's, he's walking down the street and I, I put down that he's got this, uh, BG strut. He's doing the, I'm the ladies man. He's not singing it, but that's what I thought of when he was doing this. Yeah. But then we cut back to mom and mom is cleaning out the fridge and throw something in the trash. But then she finds Terry's bloody shirt from earlier. Now. 
after this whole time, she goes to her boyfriend's office. Which was right which was there. Which was in the he same complex. There. Yeah, he walked to it. It's not like you needed a car. And and she, <clears throat> for some reason, she went to the uh, the patio door and is like knocking on the patio door. He's like, ah. she sees him sitting there from the back. Yeah, and, and he's like sitting up. You know, one of his hands is gone, but the other hand is like propping his head up. Yep. And... She's like, oh, well, yeah, Todd's back. He's killing people. You gotta help out. I don't even know if, she's actually, if he's actually killed anybody yet. She might not actually know that. But she walks in and slowly, slowly reaches out to touch him. And you can tell he's, like, bleeding down the center of his head. But then he falls over and his head just goes, like, split in, in two. Split yep. in two. And the inside of his brain looked like yogurt. It looked, <laughs> it looked, it did not look like a brain at all. But then, then she picks up the gun that he. Oh yeah, I forgot to mention. Did I mention he was loading up a gun earlier? Yes, I yes, think yes, I did. Okay. yes. So she picks up his gun and she's just like, "I'm gonna make this all right. Yep. I'm gonna make this all right." <clears throat> then we get to the indoor pool. Yes. Karen's arriving there with the baby. Mm-hmm. Oh, and here comes Terry, and he's he bounces on the diving yeah, he board. Just <laughs> hops up and down on the diving board, and when she turns around and sees him, she goes. Oh God! It's like, like shit. Are you like, really shit, still I here? want to see this guy again. Yeah, and he's just like, "Hi." Um, <laughs> she, just, she goes and puts the baby in a cabinet mm-hmm. to hide the baby, mm-hmm. and then she finds Greg and Andre, Andrea, Andrea, mm-hmm. in, in a sauna. sauna. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then she goes and hides in the toilet stall. Like that's the that's the first place I would look if I was looking for someone in a bathroom. Well, Ter- like, well, Terry comes looking for her, but he's like, "Ah, eh, I need to take a piss anyway. I'm yeah. in the right place." <laughs> yeah, he's looking. Yeah, he just stops to take a piss, like a very quick piss too. Um, well, so, as my stepmom once called me one time, we were out to dinner and I went in the bathroom, and came back quick whiz. <laughs> <laughs> At least it wasn't cheese whiz. <laughs> Sorry. Um, but of course now mom has Brad's gun and she thinks that Todd killed Brad. Don't know why she would think that Todd doesn't even know Brad. Uh, then Karen cut back to Karen. She comes out of the bathroom stall and of course Terry is there. Like, like suddenly the baby got really quiet. Like the baby been crying this whole time. Yes. And was, I'm something like, is the baby okay? You did put it in a cabinet. Is it okay? Maybe that cool dark place put the baby to sleep. Maybe. But then as soon as Terry jumps back out, the baby starts crying again. But Todd swings and misses again. Yeah. All of a sudden he's become real bad with this machete. Yeah. <laughs> That's you know that's that's usually how things go. Like, yeah, I, I remember true. watching one of the I think it was the third Underworld movie where like <clears throat> um, did you, have you seen you so you see the Underworld movies? Most of them. I okay. haven't seen all of them. I think I've seen the third one. Oh, Is that Lichens? I forget which one it was, okay. but uh, like there was a scene where where uh, Celine was like in an air duct, like an air duct that was like maybe two feet squared, and there was a lichen right in front of her, and she couldn't hit it. <laughs> <laughs> like it's right in front of you and you can't hit it. But then she comes down out of the ceiling and there's a bunch of lichens all spread out. And she's just like, boom, boom, boom. And all picking dead. them off. Yeah. Picking them <laughs> off. So like the, they, uh, I don't know if you would call that plot armor or what, or maybe like a plot, uh, flaw, but yeah, it's like when, when, when it, when it really matters, people can't do what they're, what they're really good at doing. So now Todd has shown up. Yeah. And he's got the gun. He points the gun at Terry, but Karen takes the gun from him and tries to shoot Terry. I'm sorry, Karen takes the gun from Todd and tries to shoot Terry. But I guess the gun wasn't loaded because it just goes click. But, but is that when uh, 
Did he already rub the blood on him again? Because remember, he does the same thing he did at the beginning as kids. He puts the machete okay. into Todd's hand again and yeah. starts rubbing the blood. I think that was that. Yeah, that was actually before he did that. Like she, she, Karen took the gun from his hand and tried to shoot him, and then Todd just walked forward. And yeah, that's when he he okay. smeared the blood on his face and put the machete in his hand. And Todd's just like no, and throws the machete away. And they both go into the pool, and and Todd or Terry's just like, oh, you little wimp. He's like dunking his brother. Apparently, and, this made him pass out really quick. It yeah, because we, we think much. he's dead at first. Yeah. Like, but then, um, you know, Terry climbs out of the other side of the pool. Karen is pulling, pulling Todd, Todd out. out of the pool. And then Mom shows up, and she sees – she doesn't even look at, at, um, at Todd on the ground. She just immediately, like, raises the gun and shoots Terry. In the stomach. In the stomach. And then in the eye. Mm-hmm. And then I think you counted him out about three other times. Yeah, I think she shot him about four times. Or may, no, it might have been five times. I think you said five times. Yeah, there were five shots. Yeah. And then he, he, he goes all Scarface and falls into the and pool, pulled. blood all over the water. And that's when she kneels down to Todd. And she's like, oh, my baby. Oh, my baby. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. It's I'm, me and I'm, you I'm, again. Yeah, it's, it's just our world. It's just, how, it's just how it should be. It's just me and you again. And then she's like, it's just me and you, Terry. Yep. <laughs> and that's when Todd looks at her and goes, I'm Todd. And then they both start saying, I'm yeah, Todd. Like she, at first she was like, no, no, yeah. no, no. She's screaming. And then. Todd is like <clears throat> up against the wall, like knocking his head into the wall or, or pounding the wall with his fist. And he's like, I'm Todd. I'm Todd. I'm Todd. And then, yeah, she starts saying the two, I'm Todd. I'm Todd. I'm Todd. As she slowly raises the gun to her head and pulls the trigger. Boom. Yep. And then tear. And then Todd turns around and sees her as we hear sirens wailing in the distance. Boom. Insane. Fade to black. <laughs> wow. What a movie. <laughs> what a movie. Again, this, um, I will say, so far the horror movies you've given me have not been so bad that they're unwatchable. They're definitely entertaining, mostly for just how terrible they are. It's like the know, best kind, I think, sometimes. I think those are the best kind. Like, you know, occasionally something like a, a Midsommar or a Hereditary or a Us is good, but uh, I think most of the time horror movies are just supposed to be dumb fun. Especially slasher flicks. Yeah. And this, this is one, another slasher flick. Yeah, it's so. totally and, slasher flick. Hell, it had the slasher title on it. Yeah, literally, slasher. <laughs> For a movie called Blood Rage. So, yeah, we recommend either uh, finding Slasher or Blood Rage, or what was the third title? Nightmare at Shadow Woods. Nightmare at Shadow Woods. But I can See, tell you Arrow put out a nice Blu-ray set, and it's under Blood Rage, but it has all three versions, apparently. Oh, really? So... So you would have the, the, the Cinemax porno version. I, I guess. As well. <laughs> Are you going to get that one? <laughs> well, maybe. Well, maybe. <laughs> maybe something you and the wife could watch. It's which... research, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what you'd be like. Yeah, babe, it's research. That's why I'm watching this. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So, yeah. That's another horror movie in our in our backlog i'm gonna have to make you watch something like my little pony or something like this coming up soon like the care bears movie or something like that rainbow bright something from way back when (laughs) just to offset all of these horrible horror movies you've been making me watch (laughs) hey you got to give me credit this is like how long has it been since i made you watch an animated movie that's true it's been a few weeks it has been a few it's been probably a couple of months just about i think the last one we did was over the garden wall probably 
Okay, so that was back in October. So, yeah. Yep. <laughs> I yep. made it to Thanksgiving with no I, I, animated films. Very true. Oh. But that wraps up this episode of Cinematic Blind Spots. If you're looking for a good old-fashioned, horrible, horrible horror movie... Hey, and if you need a horror movie for Thanksgiving, there's yeah. not an abundance of those. Yeah, there's not. That's so. not really... You know, I th- there's probably more Christmas-themed horror movies Absolutely. than Thanksgiving-themed horror movies. Absolutely. So, yes, instead of sitting down after Thanksgiving <clears throat> dinner and watching a, a football game, sit down and watch this with your family. I'm sure they'll they'll appreciate it. Absolutely. You know, grandma and, for, and grandpa and all your aunts and uncles and all the little cousins and nieces and nephews. I sure could use a little it. blood rage in their life. <laughs> and for those... Just so we know what's coming up next. Next week we'll be talking about a film from 1995 called Kids. I have no idea if this is streaming anywhere. I have the old DVD I that I let Adam borrow. So yeah, I figured you hadn't. It used to come on HBO a lot though, and that's oh, how I saw okay. it. So yeah, hint, hint. If this movie comes on HBO, that means it's it's gonna be interesting. <laughs> But until next time, I'm Adam. And I'm Josh. And whether you're in your car or in your theater, always check your blind spots. You guys take care. We'll see you next time.